Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in Greenville, South Carolina, all about real estate here in the upstate, the greater Greenville area, whatever you want to call it. I'm your host, Stan McCune, and I am a realtor here in Greenville, South Carolina, in case you didn't know that. Um, And you can find all my contact information in the show notes. Hopefully, I remember to put it in there every, every now and then I forget to. Um, if I do just look at another show, it will be in there. My contact information will be in, in the show notes, hopefully in this one, hopefully in all of them. Um, but uh, reach out to me at any time with any of your real estate needs or if you just want to shoot the breeze about a podcast, I am happy to do that as well. Um, I will talk your ear off about real estate. If you can imagine, uh, if you've never spoken to me before, and you hear me just talking to nobody about real estate as I do on this podcast. Imagine the way I am when I actually uh, am sitting down and talking with someone about real estate. It can go on for a long time, and that's just the way I am. Um, but I enjoy it. I love it. I I love what I do. I love real estate. And uh, and if I can help you in any way, just let me know. And uh, so my contact information is there in the show notes for you, and as well. Uh, just as a reminder, any reviews that you guys can give me on this show, any ratings, anything like that is really helpful. Um, I've had a few of you that have let me know, hey, we we took that extra minute to do it. It didn't take us very long. It will not take you very long, but it really goes a long way, and I really appreciate it when you guys do that. Today, we're going to be talking about three values or three ways to uh, evaluate a home value three values of a home. Um, And there's a lot more to this conversation than we're going to cover. I'm going to kind of introduce this concept and we might build it out on a future episode. Um, But there's a lot of ways that you can value a home or you can value a property. And oftentimes I'll get the question from people, what should I offer on this property? What do you think is, is a good offer for this property? And that's a, a really difficult question. Uh, in this market, at least. That question is a lot easier when a home has been on the market for a while. Because when it's been on the market for a while, you that is a, a really relevant piece of data. The amount of time it's been on the market, uh, as well as what has happened. Has it come down on the price? What is going on with that house? Why has it been on the market for a while? Um, you can take that information and then kind of back yourself into what a good offer would be for a variety of reasons. Again, I'm not going to get into all of that because that's not really the way the market is right now. For in the for the most part, I should say, um, the market right now is just insane. We get people that they list their house right away, multiple offers. Um, that's just happening all the time. We get investment properties get listed uh, above what investment properties have ever sold for, and someone comes in as as a cash buyer and purchases them up. Um, It's just a crazy market. And so you don't get as much of an opportunity right now to look at a home. Okay, here's a home that's been on the market for a while. Um, Let's figure out, based on all of the data that we have, why, A, why this home hasn't sold yet, and then... Based on that, what is a fair price and a good price and a reasonable price that we could get this under contract for? Um, that's 
very that's a lot more difficult to do when a home first comes on the market because it's a seller's market it's an expanding market um it's a it's a market where if you don't jump on a home right away and 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 act aggressively in terms of your offer oftentimes you'll end up losing out on it and so when people ask me what should i offer on a property uh, that's a property that has just come on the market there are really three things that we have to look at. And the first one, I've used the word market a lot, and I'm, I'm going to have to keep using that. Let's, let's define market for a second. Market, at the end of the day, is just people. It's people that want to buy something. And so when we talk about a free market, obviously, and from an economic standpoint, I'm, I'm no economics guru, but I know enough to be dangerous. Um, free market is just people that are allowed to, to buy and sell. Uh, without a whole lot of restrictions. And so when we talk about the market in real estate, we're talking about people that are out there looking to buy. And they are ultimately the ones that set the value, the, the primary value of a house. And markets are defined or, or um, markets are restricted in two ways. By, and we've talked about this before in, in uh, previous episodes, but it all ultimately comes down to supply and demand, right? We all know this. So supply is, in a real estate world, supply is the number of homes for sale. Demand is the number of buyers looking for those homes. And it's really simple. As supply goes down and or demand goes up, then the price of homes go up. Why? Because there are more people buying than there are people selling, and that raises the price of the homes. When it's flip-flopped, such as during a recession, usually the price of homes go down. So if there are more homes for sale than there are buyers for those homes, then those homes start to lose value at that point. Um, and, and so that is ultimately... Uh, the basics, and, and probably for most of you that are listening to this, you already know that, but but just to make sure that I don't skip over anyone that, that isn't really thinking in these terms, um, that is essentially what we're talking about when we talk about the real estate market. We're thinking from the standpoint of the buyers out there, the sellers out there, how much uh, supply and demand is relative to each other. Well, we know, I've talked about this uh Ad nauseum in previous episodes, we are at a level right now where uh, demand is much greater than supply. And so that's what is driving this as a crazy seller's market and what's causing prices to uh, really go up um, just higher than we've ever seen in the greater Greenville area. So to bring this all back, when someone asks what should I offer? What is the home worth? The first thing you have to consider is the market value. Now, this is easily the most difficult thing to determine, but it, it's arguably the most important thing to determine. Um, one way that you, well, let, let me just say this. The reason why it's hard to determine is because when a home hits the market, um, it, it can be difficult to know right away, is this uh, is the market going to respond uh, well towards this home? Are they going to love this home? Uh, is it going to have multiple offers? Is it going to sit for a while? It's hard to know 
right away what's going to happen. Um, there are a few telltale signs, a few ways to kind of figure it out. Um, one, obviously, is just realtor to realtor. We'll communicate sometimes a little bit off the record. And, you know, sometimes I'll ask, you know, what kind of activity are you getting on this property? And oftentimes I can get a pretty transparent uh, response from another realtor about that. They'll be like, you know, yeah, we're, we've got five, uh, five people coming through in the next couple hours. We've already got a couple offers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, if they're not getting a whole lot of activity, then usually they won't tell me that. Usually I can just tell by their tone of voice and other things that, okay, they're not getting that much activity. So that's one way that we can determine uh, what the market thinks about a new listing. Um, another way is just to see how many showings are, are showing up. And there's a few ways to see that. Um, a lot of us realtors, we use software called Showing Time. And that can be set up so that actually people can kind of look ahead and see how many showings are coming up. I always scout that out if I can to see what, what showings are, are forthcoming uh, on a home. But common sense wise, if a home is priced aggressively or if it's just a home that just really shines uh, compared to the other competition in that area, or if it's a home that just really has some unique factors that are really desirable for, uh, for the area that it's in, you know, maybe it is just perfectly well-maintained, perfectly updated in a great location, uh, in a neighborhood that sells really quickly. And maybe it is priced higher than any other homes in that neighborhood, but because it is so much better than any of the other homes in the neighborhood, we know, okay, this is likely going to sell very quickly for very close to what it's listed for. If it's a home that is really underpriced, and this one is is pretty easy to determine, um, if it's a home that's underpriced, I mean, we had this past week um, a home in Greer, South Carolina. It was like a, a three-bedroom, two-bathroom home um, on like a one-acre lot in a decent area of Greer, and it, it came on the market for like 170 something like that. And I had someone reach out to me about it, and I was like, well, you know, just so you know, there's going to be 30 to 40 offers on this home. And guess what? There were 30 to 40 offers on that home, and there were some quirks about it. We went out, we still looked at it. It wasn't a perfect home. There were plenty of quirks. But you get a three-bedroom, two-bathroom home in Greer, I don't care, um, unless it's falling apart, if it's below $200,000, you're going to get a ton of offers on the home. That is just the way it is. So you have to... First, when you're when you're looking at a home, consider the market value. And there is a lot of art and not as much science when it comes to the market value, but that is a, a big part of it. You're looking at the activity. You're looking at the likelihood that it will sell quickly. You're looking at does this property stand out compared to the other properties um, at that price point. These are the things that you're looking at to try to determine the market value. And that helps you to decide, okay, should I put an offer that is basically what they're asking? Should I go above what they're asking? Which unfortunately is the case a lot um, right now. Should I make an offer below uh, what they're asking? Which typically isn't a great idea when a home first comes on the market. Um, but that 
maybe the the best thing that uh, that you can do, and that might be the appropriate thing to do for a home that has just come on the market. It just depends. Market value is one of the ways that you determine that. The second home value assessment to make is the appraisal value. Okay. Now this one is easier to figure out. And you're, you might be wondering, how is market value different than appraisal value? Well, if you listen to uh, my podcast a uh, couple months ago, I went on a bit of a rant about how appraisers uh, don't really factor the market in uh, when they are appraising a house. Their appraisal is a very niche thing. An appraisal is not assessing supply and demand. So the, the market value is taking supply and demand almost exclusively into account, right? When you're looking for a home, you're not looking at the homes that have sold the past 12 months. You're looking at the homes that are available right now. And if a home stands out that's available right now versus the other ones, that is going to be the home that has the most value to you. But an appraiser doesn't look at the homes that are for sale. They don't even, I mean, I'm sure that they look at them, but they don't really care about the homes that are for sale. They're only looking at the homes that have sold recently and in that same area. And so the appraisal value can help you to, well, it helps you in a few different ways. One is it, if you know roughly what the appraisal value is, um, that can help you to make sure that you don't, oh, A, over spend, you know, that can kind of uh, tailor your opinion about what the home is worth. Because at the end of the day, the appraisal value might not tell you what the market value is, but it will tell you what you can get financing on. So for instance, let's say you get a home under contract for $300,000 and the appraisal comes in at two eighty. dollars Well, you're going to have to bring an extra $20,000 down in addition to whatever down payment your lender is requiring of you. So let's say that you um, are get, trying to bring 5% down, right? So 5% um, on a $300,000 house is uh, $15,000. I'm not good at, by the way, I'm very good at math, but when I am trying to do math while I'm doing this podcast, like there's like a gazillion different things going through my mind as I am, uh, you know, recording a podcast, suddenly my math brain goes out the window. Maybe it's because I, I'm I'm trying to channel my artsy brain as I'm doing this. I don't know. I'm not sure how that works. Uh, but $15,000 would be a 5% down payment on a $300,000 house. Well, let's say that it appraises for $280,000. Well, the lender is only going to give you 95% because you're bringing 5% down, they're only going to give you 95% of whatever the appraised value is. So if the appraised value is 280000 and you're under contract for 300000 now you have to bring 5% down on 280000 which is now, instead of 15000 it's 14000 but you also have to bring the $20,000 to make up the difference between the three hundred dollars and the two eighty. dollars So now your down payment just went from to $34,000. Well, that is a big deal, right? And there is a possibility that you could negotiate uh, the price down with the seller. I've had success with this in the past. Um, But in a seller's market, a lot of sellers don't want to do that. 
And particularly if they got multiple offers. I, I had a situation happen recently where I had multiple full price offers on a home. And I let the appraiser know that. And the appraiser just flat out said, I don't care. <laughs> Again, the appraiser does not care about things that pertain to the market right now. They are only looking at what the market has been in the past. And that is what they are basing everything on. Um, and so it's helpful for you to know that you're not getting under contract with a home that's likely to have appraisal issues. Those appraisal issues could possibly help you if you're able to get the seller to come down on your price. But, um, but if you have to bring several thousand dollars more uh, to the closing table, that could really be a big deal. And it, it could end up in a stressful negotiation in the middle of the contract. Um, and so it's something that's good to know. And, and I usually try to look at, okay, what is, how does this home compare to other homes in the area that have sold? Because I don't want my clients to overpay on a home. Let's say that the appraiser does say, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with, uh, with appraising this home at value. It's, it's on the, the high end for this neighborhood, but you know, it, it's an appraiser that, uh, understands that the market is expanding. And so he, we have this happen a lot. He just puts the value of the home at the contract value. Um, well, if that happens, I want to make sure that my clients aren't overspending at the end of the day. I want them to be getting the home for at least what it's worth. And again, the appraiser is not so much worried about that. He's trying to protect the lender. And so the long story short is, it's helpful to know approximately what the market has been in the past to look at the comps, as we love to say in the real estate world, look at the comps. Um, we love to look at the comps, look at what values have been in the past, um, and then that helps you to determine, okay, I don't want to overpay for the home, typically. Um, so let's look at the at the comps from the past, and let's come up with generally what an appraisal value would be for this home and what an approximate price range would be um, from an appraisal standpoint. That's another way that you value the home. And again, it's very different from the market value. Market value, you're looking at what's on the market now. Appraisal value, you're looking at what was on the market and what sold in the past. And of course, I look at, as well as I'm doing this type of research, homes that didn't sell. That's not something that an appraiser would look at, would look at, but that's helpful for my clients because it's like, okay, well, let's let's see what homes didn't sell in this neighborhood. Because let's say it's a transitional neighborhood, um, and certain streets are uh, in you know much better condition than others from the standpoint of the homes that are that are on the street. That can uh, really make a difference. You might be purchasing a home on a street that has had four homes that went for sale that didn't sell. Well, that's a, a really important factor at the end of the day. An appraiser is not going to factor that in, but that does give you an idea of what the home could be worth in the future based on what's happened in the past. So those are two ways to value a home, to evaluate a home. But the last one might be the most important out of all of them. And, and this is what I tell, particularly my clients that are owner-occupants, um, but it's also subliminally in the background with my investor clients as well, is the value to you. What is the home's value to you? 
And in a seller's market, you almost just have to throw the list price out the window. The list price right now is so arbitrary. It's, it's almost worthless. If the list price is high, in your opinion, it might not be high. There might be multiple offers on, on that property that has what appears to be a high list price. And if the list price is low, as, is, as was the case with that Greer property I mentioned before, if it's a, a low list price, well, you definitely need to just throw it out because it might sell for twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 more than what it's listed for. It might sell for 25% more than what it's listed for. That is the way the market is right now. And so you need to think about it from the standpoint of what is the value to you? What is this home worth to you? And that is the most important question. Now, for investors, they have a lot of different rules that they operate off of. And again, we'll probably get into that in a different episode. But you might have a rule in terms of, uh, well, I won't exceed this percentage for a flip uh, of different, you know, the after repair value and then uh, the repairs and all of that. That could be a rule or you might have the 1% rental rule. Again, I'm, I'm not getting into all of that right now, but that is from an investor standpoint, they're considering what the value is to them. And a lot of that factors in more how much a property can cash flow or how much it will be worth after it's repaired, all of these different things. Um, But just to the ordinary average person just buying a home or selling a home that they live in, it's got to be considered from the buyer's point of view what the value is to them. And is the home worth to you what it's listed for? Well, then you probably need to offer what it's listed for. If it's worth more than what it's listed for, and it's not listed in a way that appears to be dramatically overpriced, then you probably just need to offer as high as you feel comfortable with, knowing that you know if the appraisal comes in low, then you, that offers you a little bit of protection. At the very least, you could back out of the contract if all else fails. Um, if the home is not worth to you, if you're interested in it, but it's not worth to you what it's listed for, then great. What is it worth to you? Is it worth 250000 Is it worth this or is it worth that? There's a lot of different things to consider with this. And But at the end of the day, when I'm talking to my clients and they ask me that, what is this home worth? What should I offer? My question for them is, what is it worth to you? Because that's more important than all of these other things. Because at the end of the day, the market is going to determine what it sells for. But you are a part of that market if you're a buyer. And you as part of that market, you have to set the price for yourself in your own head. And you have to be considering a lot of different things. So if you've been looking for a home for like six months and you've seen like nothing that fits the criteria of what you're looking for, and finally one comes on the market, you probably need to be aggressive if you finally, after six months, have found that one house that's like, okay, this fits my very specific criteria. Don't be afraid to be aggressive in that situation. You know you're living in that market every day. You know that that's a unique home, and that needs to be reflected in how you present an offer. 
if it's a home that's like, you know what, I've seen a gazillion of these, but it's like, I kind of like this one, but I'm okay with losing out on it, then that needs to be reflected in your offer as well. Maybe at that point you give, you know, if it's a home that just came on the market, um, statistically, we know that those homes tend to get 98 to 99% of what they're listed for um, in terms of, of the final contract price, the final sales price. So you don't want to necessarily give a lowball offer right away. That's probably just going to be laughed at. But you might come in with something close to a full price offer, maybe a full price offer and ask them to pay for some of your closing costs, ask the seller to pay for some of your closing costs, knowing that, hey, they might get some other offers that are better than this, and that's okay. I'm willing to lose that on it. That is the value to you, and that is the most important thing to consider. If you're an investor, the value to you really could change, for instance, if you're trying to balance out your portfolio. Maybe you've got a ton of Class C rentals, and you're like, you know what, I need to balance this out with some Class B, some Class A, whatever the case may be. Um, And all of us know here in Greenville, there's not a whole lot of options when it comes to those. One of them hits the market, and yeah, it might be on on the pricey side, maybe the cap rate. Um, Again, I'm using some investor terminology, so just kind of tune me out if you're not an investor. But maybe the cap rate's not great, but it gives you that opportunity to balance out your portfolio. That property might be worth more to you than it is to someone else. You need to consider that. If you're trying to make a 1031 exchange, you've already sold a property, and and you're trying to identify that property to buy to complete the 1031, and now you're in this situation where you're kind of up against the clock because there are timelines. Uh, You can't just drag out a 1031 forever. A property might come on the market that wouldn't have been very valuable to you uh, a year ago, but now that you're trying to complete this 1031 exchange to make sure that you can defer your capital gains tax, um, now you find that this property has more value to you right here in this moment. And so I could go on and on with a ton of other examples like that, but at the end of the day, you have to consider all of these things what is my situation? How am I desperate uh, to purchase? Am I desperate to move? Am I looking for a really unique property? Um, what are all the different factors? What's the market like right now? These are all the things that you consider when you're determining the value that a home has to you. And this is something that I talk through with my clients and I, and I try to help, again, I don't want to, this is a a very difficult market for realtors when we're representing buyers because we don't want, I never want any of my buyers to overspend. I always want them to get the best deal possible. And I had multiple clients in 2020 that they ended up getting homes for below their appraised value, which is amazing. That does not happen very often in a seller's market. But at the same time, it's it's a delicate balance because so many homes are selling for more than what they're listed for. So many homes are selling in multiple offer situations, and I don't want my clients to miss out on a home that they really, really love. And it puts me in a weird spot because, honestly, I I see a lot of these homes coming on the market that are like, that's probably going to sell really quickly. You probably will need to to put more than a full price offer on it. Um, But that kind of feels like a cop-out. You know, me as a realtor, I'm supposed to be finding all these great deals, but 
right now, those don't exist. There are not a lot of great deals that are out there. Um, I do have a lot of contacts with people selling homes that are off market. Sometimes there are some good deals that way. And I've been I've had several closings the past 12 months with clients on off market types of properties. But you have to be in it for the long game to, to find something like that. And so you need to, if you're actively a buyer, you need to be thinking through what is my situation as a buyer? What are all the factors that go into determining what I'm looking to buy? How difficult will it be for me to find what I'm looking to buy? And then that will help you to determine when a home comes on the market that fits your criteria, how valuable it is to you. And you still want to look at these other things. You still want to consider the market value. Think about the supply and demand that's going on. You still want to look at the appraised value or, or get an idea of what the appraisal value might be on the home by looking at past sales in that area. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is how valuable it is to you. If you want to talk about that anymore, reach out to me. Contact information is in the show notes. Again, leave the show a rating or a review if you found it helpful. I really appreciate that. Uh, go ahead and download it before you go into any uh, you know tunnels. For my listeners in New York, New Jersey, you guys have a lot of tunnels. Um, go ahead and, and make sure you download it so you don't lose your connection. Uh, if you're going on a plane, download these episodes. Make sure you subscribe that you don't miss any. Um, I'm here. If you guys need anything from me, happy to help you guys with anything. But until next time, I hope you guys stay safe. And if you're looking for a home or for a property that has the perfect value for you, that fits your criteria value, I'm your guy. Reach out to me. Let me know, and I'd be glad to help. <laughs>